It is 2006. Microsoft and its executive director, Steve Ballmer, released the Zune. The Zune was this dope MP3 player that competed with Apple's iPod. In all honesty, it was better than the iPod. It had this awesome feature that allowed you to borrow music from your friend's Zune using Bluetooth, and as a 16-year-old, I remember losing my mind at this feature. Steve Ballmer saw this as a victory over Apple. A year later, Apple released the iPhone, a product that crippled the MP3 market. What's the point of this story? Find out on this week's episode of 5-Minute Fridays. Hey, wonderful people. This is Blake Barber, and this is 5-Minute Fridays. This week's topic is policy. When I announced this topic on Instagram, give me a follow at Blake Gets a Doctorate, there were several great questions ranging from what is it and which elected officials have the most control over it to how effective is it to conduct and apply policy research across national boundaries. All great questions, but today I just wanted to focus on simply answering what is policy, what are some criteria for good policymaking, and where can we start creating and supporting good policymaking in education. Let's start with the question of what is policy. Before reading hundreds of pages on policy, I thought I could have told you what the difference was between policy and a law. After reading 100 pages, I'm still not sure if I can really tell you the difference or how the intersection between the two really work, but I'm going to give it a try. So laws are rules that are established by nation, state, county, or city. And in order for those rules to manifest in society, they're going to need policies to support them. An example of that is the Individual Disability Education Act, which is an educational law that states that schools have to support students with disabilities in the least restrictive environments. What that looks like is counties, cities, individual school buildings have to begin to create policies that allocate money, time, and energy into making sure that law is upheld. And after saying that, I realize how complicated that sounds. And I don't want this to be complicated. You see, simply put, policy is just a group of people coming together to create actions and find a way to fund those actions for the good of the group and surrounding community. And when thinking about that simple definition of policy, I want us to come back to Apple. You see, the beginning anecdote came from Simon Sinek's book, The Infinite Game. And in his book, Microsoft represents what's called finite thinking, thinking that is only concerned about winning and losing. Apple represents infinite thinking. This type of thinking is concerned with remaining, growing, and creating. All good policy must begin with infinite thinking. Which means, for this episode, I will be ripping policy from the cold, dead hands of degenerative politics, a perfect archetype for finite thinking, and turning your attention to a more localized place to think about policy. With infinite thinking at the forefront of our policymaking and taking policymaking to a more localized arena, we can begin to stop thinking of other people as competition. And when we begin to stop seeing people as competition, we can begin to consider criteria for good policymaking, which is including and making sure that all stakeholders are represented in the policymaking. 
In education, this seems to rarely happen because teachers are not seen as professional, so they're not considered an important stakeholder. More to come on that this season. And students and parents of color are often constructed as the problem and therefore neglected as a stakeholder in policy decisions. Please listen to the podcast Nice White Parents if you want a context to understand this more. Now for the big final question, where can we implement good, infinite thinking policy? It begins locally. Look at your school boards. Look at your parent-teacher organization. Parents and teachers, if you have a PTO that is allocating money, you must begin to ask, are all stakeholders represented at the PTO? If not, we probably have bad policy happening. If we can begin to work here in the grassroots, we can begin to make policy better for all people, not just some. That's episode two. Thank you so much for listening to 5-Minute Fridays. This is Blake Barber, and I will see you next week.